Hi, I'm Brad, and I love When Calls the Heart. Hey, it's Panda, and I like When Calls the Heart. Hey there, it's Dan. I despise When Calls the Heart. And, and this is, is the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Yes, sir. Hello, everybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, it feels good. Wind calls the heart. People that say yes, sir, commit to it. <laughs> yes, sir. Like, they don't do it occasionally like you just did. Yes, sir. Like the per- people that do that, I hear it like yes, sir. a dozen times. Yes, sir. No, yes, no, sir. no, no S. Right. Yes, sir. It's all yes, Z's yes, over here. Yeah. Um, Guys, how are you? So great oh, now that we're talking about wind gosh. calls the heart. That's so exactly great. right. That's exactly right. Um, Guys, on a scale of one to ten, how much fun has Christmas in July been so far? Ten. Thought we were all going to say it together, guys. It was show prep and everything. Why don't we try it again? Okay, here we go. Guys, on a scale of 1 to 10, how fun has Christmas in July been so far? 10! Ten. Ten. I'm sorry. I missed it, guys. Okay. I froze. I froze. I froze. Yep. No. Okay. We'll all right, guys. It. Get it right this time. I've got... Um, guys, on a scale of 1 to 10, how fun has Christmas in July been so far? 10! Ten. Tracy! Sorry! Gosh. We'll do it one I, more we time? said it was going to be 10. Yeah. And okay, you weren't ten. even supposed to talk. There was just a, the, boy, the, the brand Dan and Panda. That's it. It says it right in the notes. So you don't want Rick? I, have you heard Rick? No. Okay. Hey, guys, on a scale of 1 to 10, how fun has Christmas in July been so far? 10. <laughs> Rick? We nailed it, boys. Very good job. Everybody you did get a 10. Thanks board. for saying 10. I'm in for it. Yeah, yeah. It was 10 of 10 for me. Rick, how are ticket sales for Boss Babe Oh, Fest? they're through the roof. I even got an extra turn in the nerd pit down at Fitzy's. <laughs> what? Break you that know, down? Because you sold so many tickets, yeah. you got a extra, extra turn, turn and the, and the nerd. You pit? get rotated in like once a month, but I got a second turn. What's the wow. nerd pit? Well, just your typical nerd pit. It's a big old. It's a big old pit full of the world's greatest hard candy nerds. Just to fill to the brim with them, you jump in there and you just eat as many as you can eat in a minute and a half. Ew. Seems. So Wait, everybody's mad. Wait a minute. They clean it after every. It's not your mother's nerd pit. <laughs> not, not like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Why don't you tell me more, Rick, about my mother's they, nerd pit? How do they clean it? How do they clean it? Oh, they put up more nerds in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they try to just try to shine them up real good. <laughs> wow. Well, no one's died yet. <laughs> That you, know, that you know and of. I got an extra turn. And you got an extra so turn. So the joke's on you. How many nerds did you get? Oh, I ate more than the stomach would allow. <laughs> a little, so little, little bit of puke seat. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was mostly on the outside of the nerd pit, though. But so not all? Not no, entirely? I mean, they dumped a lot more on top of it, so it's okay. You can't just keep dumping more on top. No <laughs> one has died yet. Yes. Man. You know, That's Fitzy's tagline. <laughs> sometimes I feel like Rig starts a sentence off and then doesn't know what's going to happen yeah. next. Uh, nerd pit. Wild. It's a nerd pit. It's, a deal, it's your classic nerd pit. It's your classic nerd pit. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> well, should we just get into it? Should yeah, I guess just, we should. Yeah. For all of those we just dive who are into still this, with us dive and into not this, turned the podcast off. Dive into this nerd pit. Um... 
This episode is season uh, seven, episode seven. It's a 707 situation, everybody. Mm. Um, what do you guys think the name of this episode is? Panda? I don't care. <laughs> My gosh. Mm. They go and see a famous author. Kill, kill the heart. <laughs> no? Heart. What, whatever happened to Virginia Hart? <laughs> okay. heart? Heartstrings of a marionette puppet. That doesn't have a heart. Heart of a writer. One. Heart of a writer, guys. They're trying their heart best to lie their way to a heart. Originally aired on Even April. they're still just a wooden <laughs> puppet. Is that it? Is it what I just said? Uh, yes. I think it's yours. It originally <laughs> aired on April 5th, 2022. 2020, I mean. 2020. Try and get me out of this year. You try and stop me. You never say more. You say more. Okay. <laughs> and it went a little something like this. Uh, Nathan comes by to give Elizabeth an apple. An apple. And to let, to let her know that he's been called away uh, to be a witness on a trial. Hot shot. On the way out, he sees Lucas also coming to the school while in session. And uh, he's like, you better hurry. Recess is almost over. <laughs> Um, Lucas asked Elizabeth if he would join him for a Virginia Wolf reading. Elizabeth is taken aback, but not opposed. Jesse the Face and Clara are back from their honeymoon, and everyone is pumped to see him. Yeah. Elizabeth tells Rosemary about Lucas inviting him, and she's like, I can't go. Um, I don't want him to have the wrong idea, but she really does want to go. So I wonder... If she'll go. Lucas asks Gowan if he can borrow his car. Gowan never drives the car himself. Says yes. Then Gowan goes to see Carson because his tummy hurts. Elizabeth finds Lucas and uh, agrees to go with him, but tells him that it's not a date. Carson tells Gowan that he has high blood pressure, which happens when you're stressed. So I'll give you some tummy meds and I need you to take a time out. Lucas is beginning to be weary of Gowan and his financial books. So um, Elizabeth heads out of town with Lucas, and Rosemary is walking around with baby Jack. Baby Jack, baby Jack, baby Jack, baby Jack. Now we will not do that. Yeah, I'm winded. That was a lot. Gosh, it always gets me that last one. I'm like, oh, I'm running. Oh, man. So uh, we're not going to say that every time I say Baby Jack. Baby Jack. Baby Jack. Baby Jack. Baby Jack. And Nathan sees him and is like, it's nice of you to give Elizabeth a little break. And she's like, gosh, you clearly don't know the half of it. When the town starts to gossip about it, they act weird around him. He's just baffled by what's going on. Elizabeth and Lucas stop for a picnic, and he realizes, uh, she realizes that he really went all out on this trip. Rosemary and Lee can't find baby Jack's doo-doo toy dog anywhere. He's a mess without the dog. They're a mess with him being a mess. Everyone's a mess mess. (laughs) Old McDonald had a farm. Allie tells Nathan... About that was so much better than the delivery. Like you underplayed it so perfectly. <laughs> Allie tells uh, Allie tells Nathan. Really good job, man. Allie tells Nathan about Elizabeth and Lucas, and he's really annoyed. So he chops wood, and we're all better for it. 
Uh, then he has a heart to heart with Bill because I don't know. Bill's just everyone's dead. Uh, Elizabeth has a great time at the reading, and Lucas and her go to a very nice dinner, and they talk about how he's okay being patient like his father was. It's not my father's nerd pit. Um, so they go back to Definitely town. Not his nerd pit. Yeah, there were rules and regulations back then. Slowed yeah. us down. <laughs> Fitzy was big in deregulating the nerd pit. <laughs> oh, they got. So Jesse the face uh, has basically been like not trying not to annoy his new wife, um, and we've all been there, my right, boys. Uh, the episode ends with Nathan seeing Elizabeth out on the town and says, welcome back, and walks away. And now, my friend, was when calls the hard heart of a writer with no heart. They try to get a heart, but, but they can't even like though they do puppet. it by lying, but they are just wooden heart. Puppets. Puppets. We're going to be right back here on Tag the Hallmark. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to... You know what helped me this week is realizing I eat a credit card of plastic a week. <laughs> yeah. That helped me. You know? you know, without, well, without that, this episode would have been just a real bummer. <laughs> it's time to break this episode down. I'm going to start with a hot take. Panda, what do you think about this episode, buddy? Uh, yeah, so here's the deal. Uh, Elizabeth is now the love triangle is kicking off which was our hope last week right like we're uh yeah. we're yeah. we we got all we got all excited about it and um i i don't know if that was justified in retrospect uh because they go to a book reading and it is uh i mean they make eyes and that's good um and then nathan's really sad and that's not so good but uh, yeah, that that happened, and then the rest of the the rest of the show moved on, and Hope Valley uh, continues to turn with plots that don't mean anything, and um, just no characters I care about, and uh, you know, I it's fine. It's just, it, do, am I hurt? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it just it just doesn't. There's no end, is there? Like it's just no. going to keep happening. Well, there is for you. It's like in a few weeks. But I'm going to keep right. watching. And I just I'm stuck. Like I realized <laughs> I realized as I was watching this, I was like, I can't not finish this because I need to watch the resolution. Just of watch Lucas and the season finales. I yeah. won't. I won't though because then I won't know. Then, but this is you all can't blame anyone. I think you will. I think no, you will. Right. Now. I can't blame anyone right. else, Dan. But I'm stuck. Yes, it, I am stuck by your. Uh, uh, I am trapped in my own right. a prison of my own making. I hate right. it. I hate it, but I am who I am. And so, next week's going to be better. <laughs> so I can see um, when calls the heart fans, uh, which I don't consider myself to be fair. Um, really, really liking this episode. This yeah. episode has a lot going for it for fans of this show. Of the season. Really, yes. that's fascinating because <laughs> it's because of the McGarrys. Okay, this I can is see a that. Pro so Lucas. I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. Yeah. So you've got Rosemary and Lee having a, you know, a pretty funny time classic with Baby Jack. Rosemary this is classic. Lee. Like Can't classic find the toy. It's been under the cushion the whole time. Classic sitcom. I believe these. High so jokes. they did it. They did it there. 
you have Elizabeth finally doing something. There's forward motion at least and going out on, she says it's not a date. And you know what? That's the thing with, with guys when they're into a girl, if the girl says it's not a date, they're able to just turn that, that switch right off. No problem. They don't see it as a date. And so uh, (laughs) neither do us, the viewers. We're all like, you know what? We're We're going to respect her wishes. We're going to respect her wishes. It's not a date. That's right. Um, So it's not a date, but it is forward motion. And uh, I can see it. Here's my problem with it as somebody who has watched, you know, a lot. And by a lot, I mean every episode up until this point. Um, I would have preferred... This would have been a lot better, a lot more exciting if they didn't suck all of the interesting things out of Lucas. If it didn't and, just suck, really. Well, <laughs> they've left. They've made Lucas like a shell of who he was. That's he right. was a guy That's who right. smuggled in money under fish. <laughs> And now he's just a guy who throws picnics and goes to reading. Puts money behind everything. That's all he does. He just pays I just, for stuff. And that's what I think. That's what sucks, man. Like. Nathan's legitimately out there chopping wood. He seems like a great guy. Yeah. Lucas is just the Here, rich guy the, here's who the gets thing the girl. Is, it all plays into why the McGarrys and the Nathan fans are more vocal than the Lucas fans. Is because the Lucas fans that like, are asleep. The, the Lucas fans. <laughs> well, we all should be asleep, but the Lucas fans are like Lucas probably, who's just biding his time, doing his best to plan a grand romantic gesture and letting the cards fall where they may. And then the Nathan fans are over there going, hey, this guy has like this everyday devotion and seems to be a natural fit. Why doesn't she see it? And so while that is interesting to those two groups of people, it does not make for captivating television and it should but it doesn't i just remember remember was it last season whenever they introduced lucas and we were all like lucas is clearly the guy right like he was a very interesting character and i don't know like who in the in the uh writer's room said let's scrap it yeah like let's scrap him as a character and just not write a new character and just roll him out there as a uh, as a you know flesh and bones. He, he is a human, I think, <laughs> but like she can go on dates with him and people will like it because he's attractive, which he is. But they've taken all of the interesting things that Lucas had going for him in the first season that he was in, and they've stripped it from him. And all we have left now is you know him just being boring af so boring and i hate that because i i i was so pro lucas early on i don't know how i've come this far i've never switched so quickly on a character in my life so that's the hard thing is this would have been an amazing episode of television if they actually had the real lucas on this date with like the real lucas hasn't been around since season six i'm just saying he's the real lucas he's the real lucas and i don't know what happened i don't know what happened to him but uh, because of that, this episode wasn't as exciting or great as it could have been because they had a lot of things going for it on paper. Uh, just unfortunately, uh, that part of it just uh, fell flat. Dan, back when all this was going down and they were gonna, Elizabeth was actually gonna choose, uh, you know, in season eight. I I remember we had not watched a single episode, and I remember saying. I feel very confident that it's going to be Lucas because there's no way if her Mountie husband died that they would have her end up with another Mountie. And what's sad is that I could have saved myself years and years of television, hours and hours of eye-gouging, 
ear-bleeding, awful TV because I was right. Like, the reason she's going to end up with Lucas is because you can't have all that PTSD. Be too hard. And have the true love at the same time. I'm sorry. He's clearly, Lucas is clear. I mean, Nathan is clearly the choice. It doesn't matter. He's a Mountie. Well, and, but what's unfortunate is if she had seen him chop wood, I think that we wouldn't be having this conversation. I think conversation. we all wouldn't be having it. But because they made him a Mountie, he never stood a chance. We did all this for nothing. Lucas is a shell of himself. Nathan just goes around pining and whining, and he's going to get the... He's not going to get the girl because he's a Mountie. And for no other reason, none of it matters aside from that. And speaking of nothing matters, have you met this episode? Because holy cow, nothing matters. In your synopsis, Brand, you were like, uh, someone's, was it Lucas asked to borrow Gowan's car? How is that a plot point? Only in this episode does that matter. In any other episode, you'd have been like, Lucas drives Elizabeth because there's bigger things to talk about. But in this episode, where time just slows to a screeching halt, we have time for every conversation because it is just useless out there. Oh, my gosh. And you know what else? In any other TV show, the biggest wait what of the century would be they never actually show you the book reading. They, Lucas is like, I want to take you to see this book reading, Virginia Woolf. Yep. It's a big deal. In any other show with any just hint of integrity, we'd be like, how did we not see this book reading? But in this show, I'd have been shocked if they showed it to us. It was just another day at the That's office. True. Bad, but bad, bad, bad. This is embarrassing. It's terrible. When's it over? I'm glad I'm glad they actually didn't show us the book reading because they would have messed it up somehow. They would have, they would have, they would have like, found they would have, a way. They would have Virginia Woolf's good name, and it would have just been tragic. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> you said it, pal. Uh, it's time for all the feels. Paid any feels for you in this episode? Yeah. Yes, actually, yes. There, I thought there was a scene that's okay. Here we go. Okay. When they are sitting there making eyes at each other over dinner post book reading, uh, yeah. and they're sitting there, I was like, huh, this is something we have not seen in several seasons since Jack. Like her, you know. Well, that's the tricky thing is like, like let's talk about the actors real quick. Aaron Aaron can have chemistry with anybody. I yes, think that's like she's, she's good. so good at that, making you feel like she is like really feeling things and like she's, she's so she's gifted excellent at, that. at that. Yes, Chris McNally is a, is a good is a quality actor, and the two of them do. I think the two of them do have chemistry. The problem is is the guy isn't a real human and so yeah. like he's yeah. just a shell of himself well, they've taken all the mystery out of him because they can't possibly have elizabeth be falling for someone with anything uh, other than questionable anything questionable, anything right. any character that's not completely above reproach but she was held at gunpoint at some point because of this guy like no she yeah. was held at gunpoint because she went out oh there my gosh you get what like, but the reason why she was Which held was at gunpoint initially to you switch sides that's why you're a big fat no. flopper boy no <laughs> She was a big fat flopper boy. Brand's a big fat flopper. You guys don't even have it in here tonight. You guys stop it. We we should (laughs) have had a fat in there. Big, big time flopper boy. Big Big time time flopper flopper boy. Big time flopper boy. Big time flopper boy. So I'm sorry. I don't actually. What was that? What did I flop on, Dan? You originally were like. Elizabeth just went over there, (laughs) and then the next episode, you're like, "This is Lucas's fault." (laughs) Yeah. It's it well. Okay. Panda was like, "Brand buddy, I really want to have your back here, but 
I can see where I'm coming from. Big and, time flow. And, and in both opinions, I can see where I'm coming from. <laughs> <laughs> because it Brian is. Brian is running for president it, in 2024. It, 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 gosh, I wish. In, it is his fault. In both it of is, these instances, it, I, I can, can see, see where I was how going. I could be right. <laughs> because it was his fault that the bad guys were there in the first place. It was her fault for walking through the door. So. Yeah. It's everybody's at fault here. Um, so yeah, you know what? I want to give credits because I have for a long time been hard on Lee and Rosemary and like, it just always feels like it's a, like a bird, 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 with those two. And it, and it and, did, uh, and it, on, did, it was, on, hold on. It come was, on, it was that way this week. They're very, it, it is very much like, uh, the three stooges, but there's just two of them. Um, but for the, it, it works for me in this particular storyline with the baby and the losing the thing. I don't know. I it, it, it's the the zaniness of it. I didn't hate it, so I just want to give credit to Lee and Rosemary as characters for finally having something that worked for me with them. Dan, yeah, you're just you're just really. I don't even know if these are straws you're grasping at <laughs> to say that that Lee and Rosemary thing. No, search my heart, found nothing. I, I did absolutely nothing. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back here on Tech the Hallmark. got good news boys we're back yes oh, finally thank goodness um it's time for the wait what especially we talk about what in this episode of television made us go wait what panda opal oh we're all here the most opal thing i've ever seen in my entire life the teacher has not called for recess to end yet and opal comes in wee like a little wee dinkus wee and the recess Kick rocks, Opal. Go kick, kick some big rocks. Opal. I, I, Who and, does that? And like get older for once in your life, Why Opal. Why do you think you still, are? There's not even a clock outside. No. You got a digital timepiece on, Opal? Uh, are it you just reading feels the sun? like we're having too much fun. Uh, Stop it. I held my hand straight up in the air and the sun's past it, which means it's afternoon. Recess is over. You're the worst. You're the just the worst. That's why everybody has more homework, Opal. Yep. It's the ultimate way. How do they, they think they could slide that by? Stop it. We're all asleep by now? <laughs> that was too early in the show. <laughs> no. You're going to slip into Opal call yeah, and yeah. recess early. Yeah, you right. got to push that yeah. down. Minute, minute 38. Yeah. Like, Opal's yeah. getting a swirly, right? Like, oh, yes. yeah. Like, oh, my God. They were just waiting outside in mad. line. Like, this and, is the one time where I'm like, Robert, do your worst. And yeah, to, to be fair, we are all very... Where's <laughs> To be fair, in three to five months, she's got to go. She's got to go. To be fair, we are all very anti-bullying, but she right. has to come in a little yeah, bit. You ask if shouldn't recess when you try to over. Yeah, stop. That That's is, no, where that is the line. You yeah. can't. Not in good faith. You I, can't. We, and we do. I, we have. We do not support bullying. No. We have a lot of fun here at the Well, Hallmark. if we were to support bullying, this would be the instance <laughs> that we would support it. Yeah, but we don't. We don't. No. But, but, <laughs> but we don't. But but we don't. But if we, we but, but we don't. Don't. Opal can kick rocks <laughs> to the mines, to the nerd pit, to the mines. <laughs> you don't want to put her in the nerd pit. You'll She'll drown. Sugar coma. We've seen it once before with book. What? <laughs> what is his name? His it it his. You got it, chief. His name is book. Book. 
Is he Book okay? gnarly. Book gnarly. Yeah. He got in a sugar coma. Sugar coma. But no one's yeah. died, so he, he's out of the he coma. He took the no snort approach. He tried to win the nerds battle in the nerd pit, and he he was snorting. And that can them, send you into them. a coma. Sugar That's a coma. Terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. Is he good now? Yeah. He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's good. <laughs> Paying anything else? Glad by? to hear it from book. Uh, just shout <laughs> out the book. There's a lot to there's a lot to process <laughs> with that. Book gnarly um, if you're listening. Every single time we watch the guys flirt with Elizabeth, they flirt one right after the other, which just makes me wonder, are these guys actually able to make a move apart from the other one no. watching? And they're I coordinating. Just, they have a flirt, they have a flirt calendar, a flirt chart. They go in and they're like, all right, well, it's we'll... Flirt, it's a flirtograph. Yeah. I, yeah. I my 915 flirt flirtograph right. is top notch. They've given each other like a, a tight five minutes, you, you know, know, each. They're timing. They're gentlemen. Their what worst. can I say? Yeah. Uh, Finally, Elizabeth could not communicate less clearly if she tried about going to the Virginia oh my World thing. Gosh. She sits there and she goes, she comes up to Lucas and she goes, um, I would love to go. Pause. <laughs> but I just don't feel like I can. Well, unless it wasn't a date, then maybe I could. <laughs> Stop it. No one knows where you're going with that sentence. No one. It's like when Rake starts saying something. Yeah. No one knows where no, it's going. He, but he, like... It's classic Rake. You can't possibly think that it's not a date. You no. can't possibly... Like, I think what they're trying to do so poorly is portray that she does have feelings for Lucas, but doesn't want to admit them out loud or overtly do anything that would betray her own feelings. Right. I, yeah, but the problem is, is that sentence has a higher IQ yeah. than that entire episode. That's true. Because they just don't, it just looks like she's like, well, I, if it's not a day, just as friends. Look, cars just got invented, lady. Yep. You don't take some girl to a big city to see her favorite author and buy it. Like, it's not not a date. Get out of here. Stop it. Stop it, Lizzie. <laughs> um, well, you took him to like a, a matinee of Mighty Ducks. Like, this is like a, you're quack. right. That's romantic too. Quack. And that's on me. Quack. 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 Dogs. Gosh, I love the body ducks. Cake eater. Um I just have a few. I, at one point I do think, I do believe that uh baby Jack is rocking some Uggs. Uh 1917 <laughs> yeah, edition Uggs. Shout out. Uh they are comfy AF. Um they can, they're walking by and they can hear keyboard clicking from the outside. Yeah. But couldn't hear the rain when they had the record player going last <laughs> right. night. So they can that. hear key. That's wild. Carson needs to take it down a notch with his clicking. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Dan? Um, yeah. So uh, Lucas is in a super big rush to leave. Um, she's He's waiting for Elizabeth outside the school. He checks his timepiece numerous times. We got to get on the road. We're going to be late for this. Cut to them having tea in a field. <laughs> and I, I, for the life of me, in 1917, I just don't know how you could be that rushed for time and st still have time to sit in a meadow with a blanket and tea. You can't do both of those things. Uh, but maybe it's because they're going to go like for some serious drinks at dinner. Because after the reading, he says that they're going to start with a bottle of wine. 
That's how they're going to start. Yeah. We're going to kick this evening off by splitting an entire bottle of wine. We're doing this thing. Uh, and then, lastly, I'm glad that you think Lee and Rosemary's thing is adorable, Brian. <laughs> say adorable. You thought it was great. I just said Awesome. It. Two thumbs up for Brian. How in the world, we've all lost one of our kids' toys, or our kids have lost it and blamed yep. it on us, one or the other. <laughs> all fair. <laughs> How is it that you spent a full day and haven't checked just behind the pillows of the couch? Not the couch cushions, mind you, not under the couch. If you just removed a pillow, a singular pillow, thing sitting right there, you're not even trying at that point. Nope. That is just 101. And you don't even have to have kids. It's a stuffed animal. Look under a pillow for the love of everything good and decent. That's yeah. all I got. I saw for hopes and valleys. Uh, he has a hope and throwing something. Panda? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, we saw what Lucas can do. I'm ready for to see what Nate That's can what I'm do. saying. I'm saying we got a we this is my hope. We got a Lucas date. Like now, we have to do it. It's a teat for teat situation. We have to have a Nathan, a Nathan date, right? Yeah, you have to have next a Nathan episode. Date. But then, and didn't you say next episode is highly rated? Yes, it's got to be a McGarry date, right? It's a McGarry, McGarry date. date. Oh yeah. my god, it's got to be. And I'm here for that. And I'm yeah. telling you, Nathan's going to take it to the next level. And you know, another another hope is that I hope that I get to see um, uh, Nathan chopping wood again because, good lord, man, he crushed. That it. was magic. That was magic. Dude, and you could see he was really chopping He was that chopping wood. that wood. Have you seen the gif of Palaha and Rocky Mountain? Yeah. It's clearly fake. Yeah. Like, clearly, like, he's decelerating <laughs> as he's going through. Juxtapose that to Kevin McGarry. Oh, he's... Going whole hog. Oh, he's He going is just absolutely crushing chopping that wood. Like, just unbelievable. Yeah, none, none of the, just the value <laughs> of the thing that we're still doing this, and it's awful. Uh, do we have a what's called my heart email? Of course we do, Brand. Hit me, baby, one more email time. Email us, hello at deckthehallmark.com. Tell us what's calling your heart. Um, yeah, I would say we need, gosh, we're running out of space here, gang. If you've always wanted to have a what's calling my heart read, we need about 15 more for the entire series. So wow. you probably need to get that email in wow. ASAP. Um, but I mean, the the show's still going. Whatever. Yeah, it could could need some more. That's right. Uh, Katie Shea, Katie Shea, Katie Shea. Yeah, Katie Shea emailing, and this is uh, I've not read this yet. Um, dear Brand Panda and Dan, I've Hello. been a faithful listener since Dan called Rocky Mountain Christmas a dog. Wow! And Happy the anniversary. Podcast. Brand asked Chris Palaha how he felt about his movie being called a dog right. turd. What's calling my heart is that without your podcast, I would not watch Hallmark at all. I used to watch all the movies years ago, but I made the mistake of watching Cedar Cove. I swore oh. that I would never watch another Hallmark series after that. Around that time, the quality of the Christmas movies, I don't know, maybe Cedar Cove was terrible. Oh, whoa. It does Can have someone fill me in on that? Jesse Metcalf in it, doesn't it? <laughs> no, that's Chesapeake Shores. Oh, then I don't know. Cedar Cove is the Brandon Elliott. Oh, Brandon Elliott. Oh, I don't know. I got nothing. Around that time, the quality of the Christmas movies went way downhill. Sure. I was about to skip them when your podcast came out. I enjoyed the podcast so much, I had to continue watching all the Hallmark Christmas movies. Then it became an exciting challenge for me to watch all the Christmas movies before you guys reviewed them. However, for the really horrible ones, listening to you guys first makes the movies far more tolerable. Hallmark really owes you guys big time. 
I love the cast interviews and the addition of Alonzo Duraldi and Patrick Serrano. Turner Classic Movies is my go-to channel as wow. I prefer old movies. Yep. Yes, in black and white. Sorry, Brand. Whatever. Also, I'm a f- too afraid to watch all those murder stalker lifetime movies, but I love that Brand and Patrick do it for me. Too funny when Brand is fast-forwarding the sex scenes and Patrick is watching them in slow-mo. All right, where there's that. Uh, I just wanted to mention that a Reba McIntyre Lifetime movie is coming out about a judge in my town. It's called The Hammer. I have seen The Judge once but never been in her courtroom. She is known for giving away chocolate candy gavels at local events and fundraisers. What? If you're a judge, you can't do that, can you? Sure you can. You're supposed to be impartial. You're giving the kids chocolate gavels? (laughs) I thought maybe you guys might review it when it airs. Here's a link to our local news highlighting the judge and the movie. Anyway, a big thank you for keeping me entertained and making me laugh. I really appreciate it, especially in these crazy times. P.S. You really got my hopes up when you first started reviewing Sign Seal Delivered. I was so excited to find out that Norman Reedus was in the show. I love him from the Boondock Saints, and I thought that maybe Hallmark was a chance for him to deviate from the Walking Dead typecast. Unfortunately, I found out that there was no Norman Reedus in Sign Seal Delivered, <laughs> but only Norm and Rita. Watch Cedar Cove at your own risk. Kate, thank you so much, wow. Kate and Shay. What a great email. A thank great you so much. Email. Get your email in before it's too late. <laughs> uh, hello, it's too late to email the guys. It's too late. Hello, it's too late. Hello, you can do that. We're going to be back tomorrow with uh, Christmas List yeah, from 2016. My grown up. Nope. Nope. Just different Christmas. Christmas. It's a standard Christmas list for kids kids and adults alike. Um, Until then, maybe we first wish you a Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is the That Sounds Fun podcast. It's produced by Tracy Nellis name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.